Good morning and welcome to Faith FM. You're listening right across Australia on 87.6, 87.8 or 88 or wherever you're listening from. This is The Breakfast Show brought to you by Lawson and... Mom. And of course, I am filling in for Lyle here today. But you know what? What's when that? I did that intro, I usually say, and even the internet. But I didn't say the internet. You know why I didn't say the internet? Why didn't you say because the internet? Because the internet is live radio. And this... Live radio. This is the delayed broadcast. What's up? What's so up? So when they put our show on the podcast site, it's the delayed broadcast introduction that's on it. Oh, so the well, internet, welcome to the internet for the too. history for the for the rest of Earth's history. Well, as long as the rest of the internet's history will hear this particular recording. Oh, amazing! Yeah, amazing. Well, I'm actually glad to know that. Hello, fellow in- internet, internet users. Um, we are here recording the intro to the breakfast show for the delayed broadcast. Yes, because some of our listeners, sadly, sadly. Uh, don't get the live show in the area. But they can get the live show if they want it. All they've got to do is jump across to faithfm.com.au. Mm-hmm. And press play on the stream there. Uh, or download the TuneIn app yeah. and search for FaithFM Australia. Or my favourite, mm-hmm. give us a call. Just, just call us up. Just give us a call and pester us. Just be like, dude, look, I want the live show. Mon said to call. Yeah. Give me the li- show. Marry the live show. And, uh, <laughs> and we will get the live show out to you. All right, Jerry Maguire. Um, but coming up in our show, <laughs> Mon's laughing. Shell's, Shell's laughing at that. Um, but coming up in our show, we have some amazing things we are talking about. Yes. We are talking about the election. Yeah. We are talking about dragons. Game of Thrones. <laughs> Yeah, Whoa, dragons, dragons, dragons and Game of Thrones Game in of different contexts. Uh-huh. Um, um, bribery. Weird. And bribery. Yeah. Um, From 11-year-olds. Okay. But uh, now that we're, we're done with all the, uh, the, 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 all the, that, that, the lame, you know, corrupt stuff, we're also talking to our young adults director, Blair Lamke. And he so nicely stuck around and helped us out with the encounter of God because we also talked about parenting, which mm. as two single people, a little bit of a... You got. You're just gonna have to listen. And yeah, hear yeah. Well, actually, we I think we it. killed it because we I talked about good. how it felt to be parented as opposed to, yeah, be parents because we can't. Um, but well, we, we really, we really exemplified the importance of of being a parent to young, mm. um, new Christians. Really, mm. yeah. but of course, this is the delayed broadcast. That's why we know all these things. We've just given you some ways in which you can jump across. But finally, before we cut out, yeah. Monica, what are you grateful for this morning? Oh, I am so grateful for you. Aww. I'm so grateful for you just coming in while Lyle's in Tasmania and just filling in that blank so I don't have to do radio by myself. It's like, my, I think my worst nightmare is to get up to work one day and no one shows up and I'm just like, oh, hi, it's the Mon and Mon show. That's my, like, greatest dream. <laughs> I can make that dream happen for you, Lawson. Just let me know. Lyle and I will take a day off. You can do the thing by yourself. The Lawson show. Dude, anyway, <laughs> stay tuned. love is this, oh my soul, oh my soul. What wondrous love is this, oh my soul. 
What a wondrous love is this that caused the Lord of bliss to bear the dreadful curse for my soul, for my soul. To bear the dreadful curse for my soul. What wondrous love is this, O oh my soul, O oh my soul. What wondrous love is this, O oh my soul. What wondrous love is this that caused the Lord of bliss. To bear the dreadful curse for my soul, for my soul. To bear the dreadful curse for my soul. When I was sinking down, sinking down, sinking down. When I was sinking down, sinking down. When I was sinking down beneath God's righteous frown, Christ laid aside His crown for my soul, for my soul. Christ laid aside His crown for my soul. And when from death I'm free, I'll sing on, I'll sing on. And when from death I'm free, I'll sing on. And when from death I'm free, I'll sing and joyful be. And through eternity, I'll sing on, I'll sing on. And through eternity, I'll sing on. What wondrous love is this, oh my soul? What wondrous love is this, oh my soul? What wondrous love is this that caused the Lord is this to bear the dreadful curse for my soul, for my curse to bear the dreadful curse. For my soul. Welcome back. You are listening to Faith FM's Breakfast Show. It's here with Lawson, filling in for Lyle. <laughs> And Mon, the only ever present constant. <laughs> oh, wow. man, you were just like <laughs> full of delusions. You need to repent, dude. I've been called to repentance on my own show. Yep. Oh goodness. Oh, uh, oh. Do you know what we're doing this morning, Lawson? Awesome. What are we? What are we doing? We're doing the breakfast Bible quiz. Yes. Have yes. you been? Have you been in on the show since we've um changed how we do the breakfast show? Um, how do we do the quiz? No. What? So we now. I have a continuous quiz running at all times. So as soon as someone snaps up the answer, we start another one. So if someone gets it on the first clue, we're not done with the quiz for the day. We just grab oh, it. We just a, keep. We keep we rolling. Keep smashing keep it. That's roll- amazing. One, the first actually was a bit scary because the first day that we did it, we gave out was a th- three prizes on day. <laughs> <one>. <laughs> And Lyle and I hadn't run it past our, our boss at that time. And we were like, are we going to get fired because we're blowing the budget on prices? <laughs> Rip. <laughs> anyway, we're having a great time doing it, though. 
Okay. Okay. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Ready I'm to go? So Ooh, ready. You are so ready, dude. You got your pen. You got your paper. Mm-hmm. You're ready to write down your guesses. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. This is a what am I quiz. The first clue is this: Daniel had a vision where he saw a man who was resisted by the prince of Persia. This man had one of these of the finest gold. This man had one of these made of the finest gold. Lawson is correct. Lawson knows the answer. He's on fire this morning. If you think you know the answer, you can give us a call. 1-800-FAITH-FM is our number. It's 1-800-324-843. Or you can text us 491 Oh, my goodness. I think I finally memorized our you. texting line. I just Man, you're killing I managed it. to say that without looking at the, at the screen. I, I actually think I could nearly give you a scripture reverence for that, like chapter and verse. Ah, no, but I'm, you don't but get bonus gonna... points. You don't get like an extra prize for knowing where it's at. <laughs> I don't get any prizes. Yeah, I don't work don't. for the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be great if we... Lyle would have so many prizes. He <laughs> He'd have like a trophy room. Yeah. <laughs> 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 trophy room. <laughs> oh, Actually, you know, we have plenty of people who call in, do repeats. I mean, you're only allowed to get the prize once a month, uh-huh. but we have so many people who do call up once a month because they're such, they're such dedicated, passionate Bible students. And mm-hmm. I reckon a few of them could have a couple of um, Faith FM Bre- uh, breakfast trophy prize, rooms. yeah, trophy <laughs> rooms. It'd be hilarious. Anyway, I have a hilarious story that I can't have dying to share with you guys All right, this I'm morning. So keen. Uh, okay, so it's just coming out of New Zealand, right? Mm. And uh, this is, involves the New Zealand Prime Minister. <clears throat> oh yeah. Do you know who she? Jacinda Ardern. Yeah, you are so. I'm so Dude, impressed. I'm How up, old are you? I'm up with it. Twenty. Yeah, you're very impressive for a twenty year old. <laughs> knowing who the prime minister of, of another country is, yep. is, another country. Anyway, so in New Zealand, a little eleven-year-old girl, her name is Victoria. She was determined to do whatever it takes to find a dragon. What a boss! Even <laughs> if it awesome. meant, even if it meant bribing the prime minister of New Zealand. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, so she sent a strongly worded letter to the Prime Minister, Jacinda Ardern, demanding that the government conduct research on the existence of dragons. Yes. <laughs> and uh, and <laughs> she also requested that the government researchers teach her how to acquire telekinetic abilities so she could use them to train a dragon <laughs> of her own. <laughs> and then she sticky taped a $5 bill to the letter just to sweeten the deal. Oh. <laughs> Man, that is a man. Little sly 11-year-old's like, I'm going to bribe the PM, slip to a fiver. Slip her a fiver. Man, that is amazing. That's so cute. Anyway. (laughs) Give me telekinetic abilities. Uh, The government has to have that dude in stock somewhere. She must know. Uh, and then, of course, their family is surprised. And this is so cute. Um, the Prime Minister actually responded to the letter oh. um, with a politely worded note. Uh, it was actually printed on the <laughs> on the office, the official, uh, you know, New Zealand government stationery. And, uh, and, and Prime Minister Jacinda wrote, We are very interested to hear your suggestions about physics and dragons, but unfortunately we are not doing any work in either of these areas. 
I am therefore returning your bright bunny and wish you all the best in your quest for telekinesis, telepathy, and dragons. Um, <laughs> telepathy, oh, sorry. Oh, my word. <laughs> Those things are so, like, kind of unconnected. Yeah. Like, like they're connected, but it's just like... She's got a plan, man. She, she, she knows, knows what skill set she needs. She needs some dragons. Then she needs, like, the telekinesis to control the dragons. Yeah. Like she, Yeah, she's got it going on. Oh, she's got a man. plan. She's got a, that's a business plan she right there. She's up, man. That's <laughs> yeah. amazing. Um, and then you can actually you can actually Google this and see a picture of the letter that, that um, Prime Minister Jacinda wrote back to her. And, uh, and that's all typed out nicely. But then underneath that, just in a in handwritten pen, um, Prime Minister wrote, P.S. I'll keep an eye out for these dragons. Do they wear suits? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a little dig at her colleagues right there. <laughs> She's probably like, I'm surrounded by them <laughs> in suits every day. Uh, anyway. Oh, man. So she has sticky taped the other uh, $5 bribe back onto the letter mm-hmm. and <laughs> sent it back. Uh, but it's become a little bit of a, a thing of um, just encouraging, you know, a bit of a reminder for kids to always pursue their dreams, regardless of how realistic, un- uh, unrealistic or, or, or political <laughs> they may be. Um, because there's often, you know, people who have unrealistic dreams that, that change history. Mm-hmm. You know, look at, you know, Thomas Edison thought he'd create light and guess what he did. Bam, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people probably thought he was asking for something as ridiculous yeah. as a dragon back then. Galileo said the world was round. That's right. Yep. 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 And then they were like, that's ridiculous. But then he proved it. So bam, Alexander hey. wanted, Bell wanted to talk to people who weren't in the same room as him. Yeah. <laughs> Create the oh, telephone. Man, these guys are amazing. Yeah. This but kid- the, th- the thing is, is that I'm really interested about is like, do you think mm. she's going to be successful in her quest to find <laughs> a dragon? <laughs> Because think about this, I actually yes. watched this fake documentary. It was like an intentionally Ooh. fake documentary. It was a supposed documentary. to be. It was a it was a teacher's aid, but it actually brought up some good points. It was like that, you know, it was about how they found dragons, but it brought up some good points before that. That in nearly every culture around the world, you know, you look at the Aztecs or the English or the you know the Middle East guys, they all have a little bit of like dragon you know, symbology going on, this flying reptile. And so, like, that's led people to believe that, man, maybe there was a dragon. Oh, look, even the Bible mentions the word dragon. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I've always wondered, you know, is a dragon always been a popular mythical animal to Mm -hmm. that extent, like so far back? Mm -hmm. Um, Or was there something real that it's based off Mm -hmm. of? And I I tend to think it was something real. I tend to think it's something to do with the dinosaurs. I think, though, you know, the reason, like, it makes sense with a biblical understanding of of human sort of history that we all came from the same place and migrated, that we'll all have an understanding of the dragon. Because one of the biggest things is, like, how do people over here and how do people over here know about a dragon and they've never had contact? with yeah, each other but we yeah. understand that they did originally uh-huh so yeah yeah we'll, true we'll see how that goes i still think it's like related to like what is it called like a pterodactyl or something like that yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I, I i i tend <laughs> to think you know that's all interwoven Ooh. i never I, I didn't think this was gonna get so deep talking about dragons okay hey, gi- hey do you know anything about dragons in the bible give us a call 1-800-FAITH-FM is our number we would love yes. to have a chat about i would love to have a chat yeah about yeah that. i would you would you ever keep a pet dragon if you had one <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, neither would I. See, that's a very I, I bad hate, idea. I hate dogs. Like, you no, hate I, dogs? No, 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 no. I love you dogs. You hate dogs? I love dogs. Get off I the love... show. No, 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 no. <laughs> Call security, producer <laughs> Shell. I am not doing radio with this person. No, no. What I meant to say was I don't hate dogs, but like I love dogs and I love cats and I love pets. You are but I don't nice, love dude. keeping them. I love going to people's house where they have a cute 
cute you, little you corgi. Are, you are on thin ice. And they, oh, they have a you know a cute little King you Charles just, Cavalier. Wait and they a love second. To pet Before them. this show started, you showed me pictures of corgis wearing shark suits, and you were like, "I love corgis so much, I want one." Yeah. But at the same time, I want my mum to take care of it at her house and then I can go over and pet it and then go home and sleep. This is why you're single, just FYI. <laughs> just F- this, this right here exemplifies to me why you're single because you're completely lacking in responsibility. Wow. wow. <laughs> is, is there a particular reason why you wouldn't want to keep a dog? Um... Oh, it depends on what dog. Because it's work, though. right? Because you have to walk it and you have to take care of it. Like, look, no, scoop up its poo I don't know. Feed it. And I don't know. I just I just don't want to be responsible for it. It means it, like, you can't when it travel all goes wrong. without having to take care of some sort of <coughs> working out a scenario. And you yeah, have to, exactly. Like, sweep it's, up techni- the dog hair. it's like a burden that I don't need to bear. Yeah, you're you know, definitely the Bible too says, young to be in a The Bible says, you know, lay off every sin and I need you to that understand that a relationship you. with anything, including a beautiful woman, will come with bits and pieces that you don't want to do. The thing is, is that a relationship with a beautiful woman will be conducive to like us benefiting each other yeah that's the same with an animal you nah, will benef- you're re- you'll benefit from a relationship <laughs> with an animal yeah we need to discuss this more often okay Santa bean with wool over your eyes i like that you've got the wool over your eyes because it suits me fine to know that you don't even realize i like the way that you don't question anything and I love the way that you go along with everything I've got you under my control And you, you don't even know, you don't even know And I've got you under my control And you, you don't even know, and you don't even know just don't think about it Live life to the full It doesn't really matter What's really real Keep that bell real close Oh, don't peek through It doesn't really matter What's really true And it suits me just fine It suits me just fine you're trapped in your habits and you don't realize what you've lost till you're gone And you're chained to your iPhone and you're stuck with your earphones And all the world is falling apart but you wouldn't notice And the movies have captivated your soul And you'll, you'll never grow Waiting for the world to 
Produce more entertaining things, keep our mind occupied. When's the next storyline? Well, I can't wait to see what they'll think of next. And oh, give me more of the games of Joneses, 'cause I like keeping up with the Joneses. Don't really mind who was Moses. And when's the next YouTube session? I've got a Netflix obsession. I'll be fine. Just take a bow. My oh my, what a lost little child! You're entangled in lies. I have the best intentions for you, and I don't want anyone else to be lord of your life, lord of your life. I want everything good for you. I've tried to show you, but people mind my name. People make you afraid of me. That's not what I'm like. Oh, search for me and know me for yourself. For yourself, I'm a good, good father. You're singing it in songs, and I'm really truly where you belong. And if you search for me through the clutter of this world, you'll dust me off and find me at the bottom of your. Search for me. My arms are open wide. Search for me. My arms are open wide. And someone has pulled the wool over your eyes. Oh, please don't, don't be deceived by pretty little things. Please search deep for me. Gave my life to know you. Welcome back to Welcome back to Faith FM. You're listening right across Australia on 87.6, 87.8, or 88. It is currently 7.24 in the morning, and we have come to our second quiz clue. Ooh, let's do this. Yes, it is time for Breakfast Bible Quiz Clue <clears throat> number two. Are you ready for this, Lawson? You're yeah. the answer. Well, I already know the answer. Boy. I'm, I'm in. Excuse me. What am I? <laughs> this was one of the things Jonathan gave to David when making a covenant with him. Ooh. Hmm, <laughs> cryptic. What did Jonathan give to David? Give us a call. Uh, 1-800-FAITH-FM is the number, of course. And uh, by the way, Lawson. Uh-huh. Yes. I was going to say, but never mind. I'll tell you later. Anyway, sorry, that was a terrible uh, segue. Uh, okay. <laughs> you, all right. I was going to tell you something, then I realized if I tell this story, I will actually give away the quiz answer. Yeah. I thought, don't say that. Don't say that. Don't do a Lyle. Don't. Don't do a Lyle. Never go full Lyle. Yeah, never go full, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> full Lyle. <laughs> I hope Lyle's listening to that. Uh, anyway, if you want to have a crack at the quiz, give us a call and uh, let us know what you think the answer is. You can text your answer 0491 Yes, but Mon. Yes. Okay, so I was like, you know, doing radio tomorrow, taking some more serious news, some more current news. What am I going to talk about? Scoured the news sites, and there was literally only two things that people were talking about. Do you know what they are? What? Well, well, one of them 
the fact that we're running out of blood in Australia? No, I didn't know about that at all. Okay, but go on. Well, that okay, no, that, that freaks me out. Like, oh, what? Yeah. Anyways, let's uh, continue on for that. Please can, donate blood, everyone. Please yes, donate, donate blood. blood. Actually, I did know about that. But the main thing people's are, people are talking about, especially today on this beautiful Monday morning, is the fact that we've just had an election. Oh um, yes, we of just course. had a winner of the election, and the other thing is that the final episode of Game of Thrones is on tonight. Are you serious? Yeah, oh, it's tonight. It's it's today, and so like all of the news sites are either talking about the election or Game of Thrones, and obviously, I'm going to talk about one of those things. <laughs> oh man, crossing! And my did fingers. you know that in Game of Thrones? No, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just, just joking. Please no. I'm super glad that it's it just needs needs to end. It's like yeah, whatever. I'm Game so of Thrones, over it, and I was never even into it. Like, I have never watched a single episode. I'm already like, oh, just end. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait. For Seriously, this. it's the same end. with the Kardashians. I can't wait until the Earth is decided <laughs> they're bored of that, and we all just collectively move on. You know, we all moved on from Paris Hilton and her little croonies. When can we finally move on from the Kardashians, yeah, but, please? Yeah, but- what? The Kardashians actually do good stuff. I'm I'm defending. Nah, I'm not defending them. I'm just joking. <laughs> Anyways, no, no, but we they, are. They do do good stuff. I'm actually I'm actually glad that the Kardashians smashed that whole '90s uh, heroin chic. You know that whole like yeah. really thin um, uh, body frame being mm-hmm. you know the, the height of fashionableness, <laughs> and I I thought that was terrible because so many women don't have those bodies. Mm-hmm. And so I'm glad that the Kardashians did bring into popular culture a more curvaceous um, <laughs> figure as being like, you know, the, the fashion at the time. I think it's crazy that there should even be a body shape at all that should mm-hmm. be in or out of fashion. There just shouldn't be a fashion for body shapes because body shapes are all different and you can't actually change your body shape. Mm-hmm. You can change your size. You can get to a healthy size and you can be an unhealthy yep. size. But body shape is just ridiculous. So I'm glad because I remember being in high school and just always thinking to myself, how am I ever going to achieve like a Kate Moss body? How am I ever going to be so rail thin? You know, I, I'm getting like these curves happening. How, how am I going to get rid of them? And just being like, I'm never going to be able to look like that. And then the Kardashians came in and they changed all that. I remember I was, 2011, I was driving down a highway in America. Uh-huh. And a huge bus, like a like a tr- semi trailer, goes past me, and splayed across it was a um, <clears throat> one of the Kardashian sisters, yeah. and she was advertising her clothing brand. And I remember thinking, "Wow, that is not Kate Moss. That is not real thin. Like she's got curves. She's like a real woman." And it actually made me happy. So there are some good things that Kate Moss. I'm so I'd be so much more excited if we just got over it. Just like I am so excited that the world will hopefully get over Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Do you know what? I'll give them to the end of the week to talk about the finale, and then next week, let's never, ever, 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 ever mention Game of Thrones. Ever, again. ever again. Ever, ever, Dude, ever. I would actually be happy if that happened. Praise the Lord. Yeah. But the other thing that w- I did want to talk about was oh, the election, oh, and, that's something, about and that's something that people aren't going to get over for a while, because there's election, you know, every three to four years, and we're always, seems like we're always talking about election, but yes, of course, as you said. Wait, can I just go back to Game of Thrones for a second? Oh, okay. <laughs> You're like, I really didn't want to talk about it. But did did you catch the last song that we just played by Anna Beaton, Wool Over yes. Your Eyes? It actually has oh, a yeah, favorite. it has a Game of Thrones references. references. Yeah, it's great because you're talking about how we're all so obsessed with Game of Thrones and, and, and our phones and you know and all this kind mm. of stuff. You know, We're so distracted that we're, we're missing working on a connection with God. Yeah, wow. Which is so true, which just, is exactly what that kind of stuff is about. Profound, Let's go back to ScoMo. Thought. But ScoMo has pulled it off. He has won, well, you know, the, the Liberal Party has won the 2019 um, 
election, the federal election. And this is, this is pretty big news. It was actually really surprising, um, because it, it actually seemed like there was competition. I, I think in pre-polls, it was, it was looking like it was going more towards to, to Labor's side. And I think now, if any, we've got with such a divisive issue as, you know, this was supposed to be the climate change election. And with Labor objectively doing more for climate change in their budget and in their policies, um, people thought that it would be really, really tight. But it ultimately, um, it wasn't really. Yeah. ScoMo and the Liberal Party just came out and and won the thing. And I, I but I think you know politics is just more interesting than ever. Ever ever since Donald Trump. It's just like oh, yeah. the personalities in politics. Like, so you sort of three main candidates I, I see anyway, or maybe maybe four. You could throw four in there. You, so you've got like, and this is the media perception, right? So you've got you've got Clive Palmer, and he's just a meme lord banter boss who just like posts like his whole election campaign was just memes and like like video advertising on like you know. Just memes, keeping up with popular culture. Well, yeah. that's what, you know, that's what won Trump the election. Yeah, yeah. And so, but it was actually really funny to see, you know, him do stuff like that. But, he, you know, he's basically just copying Trump's method, but he didn't pull it off because I don't think he had the stock that Trump did. He didn't have the backing of a major party, um, you know, like Labour or Liberal or like in America, the Republicans. The other person you had, of course, was Bill Shorten, the the the, the leader of the Labour Party. And he was, his sort of perception was like he was the, the go-to guy for, for equal rights and climate change. But I think a lot of people were in doubt of, of his leadership of the country. Um, you know, and, and, and honestly, a lot I think a lot of that did just come from the fact that people would look at him and just say like, oh, he doesn't look like someone who's a leader, which I think is stupid. You need to base yeah. that on policy. You need to base that on mm-hmm. actually watching the debates and actually following it. Yeah. Um, then, of course, you had, well, the other, you know, uh, candidate was, you know, uh, the the other big name that, of course, you know, wasn't even really in the running. But um, Pauline Hanson and the One Nation Party, they they had they had a bit of stake. You know, people were were backing them on their their you know conservative um, immigration ideals and whatnot. Um, but then ultimately, ScoMo um, Scott Morrison came out on top, and you know, ScoMo's public perception is actually quite strange. Like. He's simultaneously known as like a right wing Christian guy, um, which which is interesting because there's only ever we've only ever had one prime minister that hasn't been you know openly professedly Christian, which was Julia Gillard. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but people saw his Christianity as yeah very very right wing, and oh this guy is the the Christian guy. And and when we actually look at the pro- policies, you know, I've looked at some different articles about okay, what's going to be the um, the big change here. You know what, what's going to be the the policies that are leading the uh, the the Scomo government, and you know there's nothing there about about climate change. There's nothing really there. In fact, there's there's cuts to the public sec- sector. There's cuts to schools. There's cuts to hospitals. There has been though um, cuts in a good way. There's been um, you know tax cuts, and you know they've they've introduced a first home buyer scheme that you know they're, they're going to help subsidize uh, money for for you know first home buyers to get uh, a deposit. Um, they're also you know they've put a bunch of money into into Victoria to to build a bunch of infrastructure there. But ultimately, yeah, it was it was quite a close election coming up but i think ultimately australia just decided that um yeah they, they want to stick with the the liberal party um i know you know i have sort of fr- being a young christian guy um i have friends on sort of both sides 
of the coin because you know i have a bunch of you know sort of um friends who are you know young liberals not in the sense of the liberal party but in the sense of their ideology they're like oh yeah we want to support climate change and that that didn't come through now i've got other christian friends who are like oh yeah religious freedom but ultimately look it's who we're stuck with unless you know the party decides to change but yeah uh this it's is good what- to keep in mind though that the bible says that god is in control no matter you know god sets yeah. up kings and he takes down kings fully so, yeah. this is wilder atkins now with i have decided Saturday morning at 10.30 a.m. to study the Bible, followed by our main service at 11.30 a.m. You can find us at 107 to 109 Princess Highway, Dapto. We are in the High Ninja Hall inside the Dapto Ribbonwood Centre. For more information, you can get in touch with us on Facebook. Just search for Southern Illawarra Seventh-day Adventist Church. Or contact us on 0402-716-762. We hope to see you soon and stay tuned to Face FM.
thou fount of every blessing Tune my heart to sing thy grace Streams of mercy never ceasing Call for songs of loudest praise Teach me some melodious sonnet Sung by flaming tongues above Praise the mount I'm fixed upon it Mount of thy redeeming Just go.
Welcome back to Faith FM. We are continuing on with our show, and we've come to the Encounter with God time where we do an interview. But before it's we not get the Encounter that, with God, son. No, that's not. No, we're doing an interview. <laughs> your brain's all over Man. the place. Monday it is morning. so Monday in your head right now. <laughs> it is so Monday for you. We're going to be doing an interview, but before we do the interview, I am going to give you another quiz clue for this breakfast Bible quiz. We'll see that our guest knows the answer. So, clue so far, I'm going to give you a rundown. It's a what am I quiz. Don't answer it, by the way, because yeah, you can't give it away. Say it into the microphone. Uh, clue number one, what am I? Daniel had a vision where he saw a man who was resisted by the Prince of Persia. This man had one of these made of the finest gold. That was clue number one. Clue number two was, this was one of the things Jonathan gave to David when making a covenant with him. And our newest clue is this, clue number three. Agabus the prophet took this from Paul and tied his own hands and feet with it. Do you know what that is? Yeah, I think I do. But I better not say. Yeah, you better not say. Yeah. You better not say. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to get you to write it down in the next, in the next yeah. song break. But welcome yeah. to the show, Blair, by the way. That's Blair Lemke's yeah. voice, just in case you're not sure. <laughs> yeah, good <laughs> to be Who in the third is? Uh, it's great to have you on this Monday morning. And uh, we're very sorry about scaring you this morning because apparently... Did you forget that you were on air this morning? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And our producer <laughs> said to you a message, and you're like, heart attack! Oh, yeah, I was in bed and I saw the message and I... Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> good thing you don't live, like, in another state or something. And yeah. so <laughs> you're able to make it, even though you did move further away yeah. as of yesterday by yes, the way that's right yeah. are you all stressed out this morning like because you know that moving house is one of the three most stressful events in a person's life along with death and divorce oh look i've, I've moved so many times that i'm not stressed just at all flow with it just oh, go yeah. go Roll with the, the flow. Just callous yeah. to it now it's just yeah. your life it's You're just immune. a part of part of you know <laughs> doing what you do i love it <laughs> it's amazing so blair lemke um just just before we get into it, we, we want to talk about your, your journey of faith, yep. where, you, where you've come from, but, but who are you now? What are you doing with yourself? Yeah, great question. So, I work uh, for uh, as a young adults director, basically like a youth pastor, mm-hmm. but I work as a regional young adults director. So, I look after young adult ministries mm-hmm. that's approximately years 18 through to about 35. Yeah. And I look after a region that spans from the Central Coast all the way through to the Newcastle, Queensland, uh, New South Wales, Queensland border. That'd mm-hmm. be a bit. So that North New South Wales kind of area. That's right. Yep. Yeah, North awesome. New South Wales. So yeah, it's a real blessing to work with young people and been really Such loving it. Such an important role mm-hmm. as well. That's awesome. How, how long have you been in that role for? Yeah. So I started uh, this time or January last year. So we're coming up. Yeah, year and a half. Year man. and a half. Yeah. I love how you said this time. It's like, oh, wait, we're in May. Yes. Like- <laughs> <laughs> time flies. <laughs> yeah, dude, true. That's, yeah. That is awesome. And before that, what, what were you working as? Yeah, so I did five years as a chaplain mm-hmm. at a school uh, mm-hmm. called Tweed Valley Adventist College up on the New South Wales-Queensland border. Mm-hmm. And I worked oh, awesome. there Yeah, with the primary and secondary schools. I also taught in the high school doing uh yeah t- t- teaching a number of different subjects in a small school you end up teaching a lot of things <laughs> yeah yeah fully so yeah no it was it was a real blessing loved my time up there mm. that area of the world is a beautiful place to live with mm. the the valleys and um the the coast right nearby yeah loved it it was hard to move down to newcastle Dude, fully <laughs> oh, oh, sorry oh, was, <laughs> we're terribly sorry about newcastle no 
Newcastle. Well, Newcastle's great, but I get like I lived up in up in Tweed or up in Kingscliff yes. for like just three and a half months, and yep. I was like, oh, I don't want to leave, man. This yeah. is awesome when you're living on the beach. Well, look, it's funny. I should say that when um when the job opportunity came up to work as this the current role that I'm working in, mm. which involved a move to Newcastle, I actually tried to negotiate with my employer yeah. and say, look, can we do it by distance? Can <laughs> <laughs> I negotiated a six-month trial of, like, staying up there. Yeah. And then in the end, it was like, no, nah, moved nah, in. Okay. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. So, yeah. it's obvious, Blair, that, that God is using you in um, a really powerful way. And I have mm. to say, I, like, I don't really know you that well, but I have heard of your work for a while, um, particularly, like, you know, because you, you do run quite big events, stuff like um, like the camp, the camp meeting we just had, uh, where yes. we were broadcasting from, big camp. You run, like, one of the youth tents there, one of the younger people tents. Yes. And uh, I heard so many amazing stories coming out of that, um, coming out of the mouths of kids, the mouths of youth, how their lives were mm. being changed, how they were being drawn closer to God, how their knowledge of God and the Bible and, and, and God's character was just being absolutely mm. exploded in their minds, and just which is exactly what we want to have happen with our youth. And, uh, and so I've been hearing about your work for a while. And, uh, and so it strikes me that someone who's being used by God in the way that you are being used must have had a, a road to get there, a road to get to the place where you are now, where mm. God is using you. And I, I'm really interested this morning to find out, mm. um, you know, how, how did you get there? Yeah, look, that's, that's an awesome question. I think every single one of us has a, a journey uh, where God has stepped into our lives and, mm. and yeah, really just t- made a turning point for us. Um, and for me, as I look back on my life, I had quite a few significant turning points. Uh, I could probably list... Many, but uh, for sake of time, probably. Um, you know, I grew up in a Christian home. Mm. Um, I'll just highlight two or three of the significant turning points. I grew up in a, a Christian home, a uh, Seventh-day Adventist home, and so I was exposed to the teachings of Scripture from quite a young age. Uh, but mm. growing up um, in, a, in a Christian home, it's, it's easy to know what Christians believe, uh, but not necessarily why you personally believe mm, those, those things. Yeah. yeah. And so I went through an experience where um, for a long time growing up as a young person, I was kind of going through the motions, doing, I knew what the church believed, I knew what Christians believed, but I hadn't really made it my own. Mm. Um, there's a saying I heard one time that I think so perfectly summed up my experience during this part of my life. Um, and it was the the it was this it's basically a little um, one of those picture memes yeah yeah, yeah. yeah very motivational yeah. like <laughs> photos yeah. and it said look it said um, God doesn't have grandchildren he oh, only wow. has children yeah. wow. and so mm. you know you can't you know you don't have a relationship with God through your parents or through mm, a spiritual profound. mentor yeah. um, but God has children mm. and so you need to make a personal relationship with God of your own and so mm. for me that really happened uh, when I went on a a reformation tour. Oh, now a re- oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, what does that entail? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so re- the reformation was a time period. Um, you know, in the yeah uh, about <clears throat> the 1500s through mm-hmm. to about the 1800s, and it kind of yeah it was a time where a lot of um, th- people like Martin Luther, John mm-hmm. Calvin, um, John Haas, you know, some yeah. really big people in history, Christians in history, uh, were. Um, we're really taking part of what we, what we call the Protestant Reformation, uh, where mm-hmm. the Protestant Church really was birthed and, and grew. And, you know, I went on a Reformation tour through Europe, Germany, mm-hmm. France, um, Switzerland. Yeah. Um, and I went wow. and visited some of the sites of yeah. where these great men of faith uh, had really made a stand for God. And during this time period, to have a stand for God 
uh, it wasn't you know it, it came at a pretty significant cost yeah. um, and so these were this was a time where people were losing their lives for having access to scripture um, and these men were doing everything that they could to make scripture readily available to the common man mm. um, and so you know I went on this trip and I saw the stories of these people who were giving up their lives mm. uh, for something that they believed in and it really struck a chord with me that I wouldn't you know I wouldn't even stick up in the playground for something that I believed in. Mm. Um, and so I I was really impressed by the way that they lived their lives. Some of these men, you know, John Wesley, for example, yeah. would pray for up to eight hours a day on his wow. knees. Um, just incredible stories. And so um, I went on this trip. And as I went on this trip, I read a book called The Great Controversy. Mm. Uh, and this book... Uh, That's a game changer. Oh, yeah, it's a bit of a what. favorite of ours to give out, actually. Yes, there yeah. you go. Oh, look, you should put a free offer out for... We'll see. We'll <laughs> see. Yeah. Uh, look, I read that book as we went on this Reformation tour. And, it, and it, during the first half of that book, it really unpacks some of the history and the significance of these men of God and, and how mm. God was using them to really restore his truth back into a world where at the time was very dark, didn't have a lot of God's truth. Yeah. Um, and mm. so, and, and the, the second part of that book really unpacks some of the prophecies of Daniel and Revelation yep. that really give a lot of, uh, make a lot of, uh, make sense of the times that we're living in. Mm. And we see that, um, you know, this this time period where there would be a period of darkness was actually prophesied in Scripture. Yeah. You know, Scripture actually says that there would be a falling away and, mm. and a period of darkness for, for a number of years and then mm. that God would would, uh, would would start to send people to uh, make light and, and to mm. send light into the world. And so, you start to see these prophecies and I read, you know, started to understand for the first time the, uh, the prophecies in Revelation 10 where he promised to raise up a movement mm. uh, that would, would come in. Uh, mm. A special movement that would come and restore light, um, and that mm. in Revelation fourteen, a prophecy here that would, um, you know, that that would be a special mission that this church, that these group of people yeah. would have to give to the world to, you know, to be a part of this light restoration process. And so it was just so exciting. For the first time, I understood these things for myself, and I came back from that trip, and I just couldn't be the same. Yeah, Amen. wow. Mm. I think I think that's so inspiring. Of course, um, in the first quarter of, of of this year, as a part of our twenty mo- million movement, where we we go through and study this, you know, study the word on air, um, and we're going through the Book of Revelation, mm-hmm. and we're unpacking these topics of Revelation ten and Revelation fourteen, and the calling that God wow. has for ha- has for us, and his his amazing <clears throat> message that He's given us to to preach. And I think it's just yeah, when you sort of come to that place where where it clicks for you, yeah, and you understand. Um, then it's you then are inspired you're spurred mm. on to to do something about mm. it and it seems like that that well that's the thing that was going on in your life how old were you at, at that time so i was 21 years of age at okay. this time yeah just just turned 21 mm. uh, so yeah it was it was very uh, you know, it was, I was a young person. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes we suggest that young people can't really understand some of the deeper themes of yeah. scripture. Oh, that's, uh, I hate that so much. Yeah. <laughs> I wish so much that I had heard, you know, Bible truth and, and Bible prophecy and the, and the heavier truths of the Bible mm. at the age of 16 or 15. Mm. That would have mm. changed my trajectory mm. so much mm. instead of being kept on like, you know, milky Bible stories. That, yeah. You know, I mean, sure, that stuff is good, 
But at some point, you've got to progress. And I was yeah. well and truly ready to progress in my teen years. Yeah, look, yeah. I think we do a disservice to our young people a lot of the time when we treat them as if they can't. We treat them as if they're really just not intelligent. They can't mm. understand some of these things. But young people can, you know, what I've found working with young people is that they're up for a challenge. Fully. Oh, absolutely. 100%. And they're desperately looking for something to stand their faith on. They're looking for yep. something to really, you know, hinge their entire life on. And if you don't give it to them at that time when they're trying to figure it out, they'll go find it somewhere else. Oh. Oh, and yes. I think it's so true what you know when you said you're you know looking at the lives of the reformers who are giving their life for this cause, and I think that's exactly the kind of mentality at that age that kids have, and they're looking for that that cause to like mm. to, to do or die for, and um, you know because you know, if you don't have anything to live for, are you are you even alive? Mm. Yeah, yeah, and I and, and seeing that example is such a life changing witness. I mean, that's what that's what did it for me. I. I met some Christians who are really like living mm. it, like they were putting their all into it. They were hinging mm. everything on it, and seeing how real it was for them made me, made me think, "Hang on, is it is it is it real?" Yeah, and it sort of, mm. sort of gave me hope. Um, but yeah, it's it's so true. It's really important to live that life as a witness. Oh, look, there's a lot of misconceptions about the way that we reach out and do ministry to young people. Yeah. I'd love to come on one time and share some of the you know, really cutting-edge research that's been out yeah. there. I don't know, you know, we, we won't take the time today, but yeah, um, yeah, I would love to share kind of some of... I've made this, obviously, because I work with young people. Mm. I've made this an area of focus in my my job. And, and so, the, yeah, there's a lot of things that can be said, but just, in yeah, I guess to, to boister what you're saying there, it, it really is true that we've got a lot of... Uh, we, we need to take young people a lot more seriously and give them opportunity yeah. to have mm, access to some empowered. of this stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Do you know, when I was 16, I, I found a copy. I f- literally found it on a bookshelf somewhere, a copy of Uriah Smith, Daniel Revelation. Oh, yes. And I was like, what is this? I want to know everything about this. And I started to read it. I kid you not, a youth pastor took it off me and said, you can't read that. It's too heavy for you. Oh, look. And gave me a book. I'm sorry. On Zen instead wow i'm sorry yeah. <laughs> i'm sorry I, I i would love to have just seen like an alternate universe where my life might have gone if i'd actually was able yeah. to finish reading that book um because i did end up leaving church uh for a while there praise the lord came back in yeah. and um yeah and instantly mm. prophecy featured hugely yes. in that in that journey mm. back in mm. but um i do want to quickly talk about something i think i know we're running out of time but we are i just realized we're about to play a song next called blair and emma Lenke stand up oh uh, please explain. <laughs> please explain, Blair. Is that you and your wife? Yes. Okay. Yes. So my wife Emma. Yes. Yeah, she's. We've been married for five years. She is um, wonderful wife, wonderful spouse, beautiful ministry partner. Uh, we we wrote a song together. It's called Stand Up, and it's on a kids CD. And uh, the whole CD, the, the CD is called For Such a Time as This. And the whole idea is around preparing young people uh, to be able to take a stand in the difficult times that we live in. And so Stand mm. Up is a song about Daniel, Radsh- um, Daniel, Shaq, Rakshak, and Benny. We call them on the song. <laughs> um, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and just the way that they stood up, um, the way that they, yeah, took a took the challenge to stand up no matter what the situation is, mm-hmm. um, no matter what they're facing, they, they stood up. So that's the song, Stand Up. We're going to play that song next. And if you would actually like to uh, hear Blair preach and, and hear him speak, uh, he'll be preaching this coming Sabbath at Maitland SDA Church, uh, which is on Brundrick, Brundrick Street in East Maitland. Uh, come and meet Blair yourself. Um, hear more of his story, you know, how he went on a Reformation tour, how it changed his faith and how he ended up working for kids uh, for Jesus. But listen now, this is a song, Stand Up. Ooh la da 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 da, ooh la da 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 da. 
back and then he was standing tall When everyone else was hitting the floor They were following God instead of following men Bringing glory to God was their number one plan And they said even if we have to face the flames We will serve our God and stand today Stand up So fine, obeying God's law will make you shine. They said we purposed in our hearts to only eat the foods that God has said to eat. Stand up, stand up, no matter the fear, stand up, stand up. Like Daniel Rackshack and Benny too Who will stand for the right Though the heavens fall Following God's word And giving their all And we say Even if we have to face the flames We will serve our God And stand today